Greek philosopher once said that change is the only constant. This statement is held true through time. Business is no exception. The one thing that has not been constant is the speed of change. Uh, are you ready for what's ahead? Welcome to the Capgemini Predictions Podcast. I am your host, Brad Little, Global Head of Application Services. I'm joined today by Valerie Smeg and Siva Subramanian. Gentlemen, uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, thank you, Brad. Hello, folks. This is Siva Subramanian, lead our North America SAP Center of Excellence, and I also lead our uh, Global S4 offer. Hi, everybody. My name is Valerie Smeg, and I'm leading our SAP portfolio across Europe. Two, two may, with a focus on two major offers. One is Highway to S4, and the second is Intelligent Enterprise. The unique combination of, of these two offers help us successfully transform our customer of both business and IT for a renewable enterprise. Okay, thanks, Valerie. Thanks, Siva. I appreciate you being here today. Uh, we wanted to give you a short preview on what's going to be happening at Sapphire Now 2019. So let's get right to the good stuff. Uh, Siva, Valerie, uh, what do you think will be the biggest headlines to come out of Sapphire Now? Talking the heels of uh, what happened at last Sapphire, if you think about it, experience was huge, uh, customer experience primarily. So I think we're going to see more of that in 2019 uh, Sapphire as well. Uh, experience is going to be number one. We have a lot of advancements in Fiori. Um, all of the UI has been redone. A lot more new applications have been rolled out. So it's, you're going to hear more about the customer experience part, number one. Number two is around the enhancements around cloud platform. A lot of customers that are uh, really facing challenges of how to you know, really take out the complexity, how do you minimize customizations in their current landscape. A lot of advancements in SAP cloud platform. Um, so uh, people, customers will be hearing about how do, how do they actually enhance, how do they leverage the SAP cloud platform to minimize their customizations and reduce complexity. That's the second biggest part. The third one is around all about the newer, uh, the intelligent technologies. You know about AI, machine learning, uh, IoT, all of the new stuff that's really catapulted to the S4 HANA, the reasons for it. Now you're going to see how do we actually squeeze the, the value out of data to build this intelligent enterprise so that they can actually be on a way to becoming renewable enterprise in the future. So you're going to see a lot more enhancements um, around the SAP cloud platform engine itself. Okay. The third, the last one I would say is around uh, the data and the complexities around how it is, um, how it is made being simple in S4 HANA, the power of HANA. Um, you know, as we look at a uh, variety of data sources, including structured and unstructured data. So you're going to see those changes, Brad, coming out of Sapphire 2019. Excellent. Valerie, your take? We see first uh, a strong ramp up in Europe of large and complex customers that have heavy bespoke application and that are now convinced they will benefit from a move to S4. So this is a, a major improvement between last year at Sapphire and this year. More European customers and more mature on their S4 and that journey. And all what you said, Shiva, is really true as well in Europe. Innovation is at the heart of their thinking and also most of it uh, in Europe, we see a lot of attention about two things in addition to, to the different bits and pieces that brings value to the customer. First one is how can I move from a current situation where I have multiple instances, a lot of bespoke application, I have uh, different businesses that run different ways across Europe. How can I move to 
business added value uh, with S4 in a secure and let's say sustainable way. So this is one major question about road mapping, about architecture, about business value, about process harmonization. So this is a complex program and one of our value there with our experts, program manager, architects is to help customer and it's a case by case approach to design the best transformation for them. And we have a wide palette of possible paths there. So I think uh, our customer will enjoy our expert bar where they can discuss their cases and get some meaningful insight in how to be more confident in moving to S4. That's my main outcome from Sapphire. A lot of change, a lot of new technology. Uh, you know, it was interesting, your comment around SAP Cloud Platform. You know, in my conversations with clients, I'm not sure our customers or a lot of our customers have fully grasped the importance of the SAP Cloud Platform. It's, it, it really is an enabler for much of what you just described, Valerie. Uh, just, I'd love to get your both of your thoughts on, you know, are you seeing that the, the, the full adoption of SAP Cloud Platform or is this still the early days of, of clients understanding what it's about and where that's going to go? We have really very different maturities across Europe. I can name one example in the retail industry where the customer was really shy, didn't want to disrupt his business and had a very step-by-step -step approach where first he moves to the core S4, let's say with little changes, then he tries to optimize the S4 processes and now he's considering adding the SCP and the other uh, services on top of that. So this is, let's say, a step-by-step -step cautious approach. On the other side, and at the very opposite, I have a customer in the automotive sectors that has decided uh, to start moving first the cloud platform part. So he is rebuilding its old bespoke old ABAP code into microservices. So this is running, he connected that first with his former ECC landscape, it's running, it's adding business value now, and he's considering now moving to S4. So different journeys, different maturity, depends on the customer, let's say, uh, uh, flavor, the business objectives, the, the IT uh, footprint at the customer. And most important, we see also there is a cultural barrier because usually at our, these large customers, you have two worlds in the IT. You have the SAP world, people that know the SAP, functional consultant, about people and so on. And on the other side, you have new tech guys that are fully uh, into the uh, microservices, DevOps, and all these technologies. And these two worlds don't communicate a lot. And to succeed, what you said around a full S4 digital transformation, you need to merge these people all together to get the best. And this is also one of the challenges we face at customers. And our change management approach helps combine this uh, successful journey all together. See, are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. So Brad, if you go to the roots of this, right, if you go to the basic uh, value proposition for S4 HANA, I think the fundamental thinking that the clients need to have is, you know, today I have ECC, 
um, you know, yes, some of these solutions are leading practice solutions, but their thinking was a lot of the innovations, a lot of the enhancements were currently done within the core environment itself, which is the ECC environment. So when we talk to customers and say, now you have uh, a variety of options to move the innovations to the edge and keeping your core design very standard, very simple, and actually future-proof the uh, standard solution. So that's an interesting conversation with the client when you ask them to think differently, to simplify the core, but moving the, moving the um, uh, innovations to the edge. Uh, you asked a question about, hey, what do you see in the client as far as education goes? Not many clients know about these options, uh, that uh, they have more innovative options available now that, that will allow them to do it. So it's more education as well. Uh, number two is also about the capabilities of the newer technologies available. They can leverage uh, uh, the entire cloud platform for some of the core innovations that they can build gives them the flexibility, the agility that they need so that they don't have to be bogged down by uh, you know complex release management procedures, et cetera, to change. So it's fundamentally the technology is evolving and they're able to you know uh, make the change uh, or respond to the business change much faster, Brad. I mean, that's what we, uh, we are educating the clients about. Yeah. It really, it really sounds like this is a once in a generation opportunity to to get their SAP enterprise architecture right. I mean, no one set out 15, 20 years ago to build uh, massively complicated and customized instances of SAP ECC, but it was the only way to build in a lot of the industry flavor and you know u- unique uh, business value that clients and customers had into their environments. Um, but now with SAP cloud platform and, and microservices architecture, they're able to do a lot of that outside of the core. And really that is the right way uh, going forward. It, it has some some profound implications on you know, where our clients and our customers uh, can take their businesses. Any other thoughts on what implications you guys think um, this year will have uh, for our customers and our, and, our, and our clients? I think we see two moves by SAP. We see one move where you know there are applications outside that were applications outside the core uh, that are moving inside the core now. You know, we are like for example BPC that has moved into the core, EWM, transportation management. So some of the core functionality that really was considered as uh, taboo now moved into the core. Then we see the direction move from some of the applications that were inside the core move outside too. For example, direct procurement that has gone to Ariba now. That's outside the core. Success factors namely the HR functionality that was part of the core, now it's outside. So the trend is both ways. You're looking at applications and uh, you know the that are part of the intelligence suite of technologies that give the business the ability to think really out of the box. So when they look for transforming the S4, don't just look at the core, but look at all the um, you know core plus all these intelligent applications to see how can the business reap the benefits by going into the full suite of applications, not just one. It's a great opportunity for them to do that, Brian. If I can build on that, uh, Shiva, what, what I foresee also is uh, the openness of SAP to the consumer. Today, SAP was mainly focused on uh, business to business and uh, extending, let's say, the digital partners to suppliers, partners and customers. But what we have now with uh, this innovative technology is the ability to include even more to have a consumer-centric for some businesses like CP, retail, and so on approach, where you can have end-to-end process that fully includes 
the customer view. For instance, with our certified uh, application based on uh, SCP, Leonardo, blockchain, and so on, we are able to do a trusted goods uh, solution that enables the consumer to ask directly through a chatbot, where does this good come from? Is it sustainable? Is it uh, sourced uh, locally and so on? And this opens a lot SAP's footprint uh, at, the, uh, at our customers. And, I, I, for, and with the latest acquisition of SAP, I foresee a strong ramp up in that area as well. Well, so, you know, taking all that into account, it kind of blows your hair back a little bit. There's so much uh, new architecture to understand, new ways of working, new ways of developing, new ways of creating value on SAP technology. Just how, how does all this involve Capgemini? Where do you see that Capgemini can help clients navigate these new developments and, and the challenges associated with them? Yeah, a couple of points there, Brad. Um, number one, we talked about, uh, you know, how do we simplify the core? How do we standardize the core as the customers are looking at going to S4? First off, the customers need to, at least our clients need to think about, hey, it's not a technical upgrade. It is definitely a transformation. The question is, um, you know, the level of transformation, or the degree of transformation they're willing to adopt. So they have a great number of uh, choices to make. That's one. Number two, as they look at these uh, options, right, they need to be open to say, in order to be standard for these uh, standard solution in these um, in the core, how can we leverage all the path solutions, the pre-configured solutions that are available from Capgemini uh, to make sure that their future solution is future-proofed? That's number one. Number two, also look at innovations. There are a lot of capabilities now with the SAP Cloud Platform. They should be open to adopting the SAP Cloud Platform, understanding what it means to their staff, what it means to their people, skills, et cetera, so they can internalize it and do it. So I think it's a more open feeling, uh, Brad, as they embark on this journey to go to S4. It's also a matter of building things differently. So uh, the former way of thinking was to design in detail, to be processes and map them and implement them. Today, with this open architecture and Capgemini has a lot of assets there, also from a methodology standpoint, I see everywhere Agile, DevOps and built a solid platform that helps evolve in the coming years with the evolution of the business. Because as you mentioned, Brad, everything is accelerating. We don't know in a couple of, of years what the business will be. The only thing we know is that we have to cope with that and to be able to be ahead of the game. And only a strong and solid platform and architecture, and I think Capgemini is a worldwide leader in that domain, will help customers be ahead of the race in that area. Great comments, guys. Business agility, flexibility, speed, uh, you know, th those are those are topics that are uh, at the forefront of every business executive's thinking. So first of all, I want to thank you for your insights. I, I think it's going to be very exciting to see how accurate these predictions will be. Given your expertise, I think you're, you're spot on, but we'll see in the coming uh, days how it all plays out. After the event, we'll be coming together once again to measure the accuracy of our predictions. So we got an opportunity to talk about it. Uh, discuss any unforeseen developments from SAP and how they might impact our clients and the industry as a whole. If you'll be at the event, you can meet all of us at our booth or visit our expert bar to discuss how Capgemini can help you leverage SAP technology. Uh, you can also attend one or all of our speaking sessions and gain insights into how we are working with our customers and experience our demos. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. To further the prediction conversations, you can reach me on Twitter or LinkedIn. Siva, Valerie, how can our listeners reach you? Yeah, we are on LinkedIn. Absolutely. More than happy to connect via LinkedIn. Uh, you can connect me via LinkedIn or via Expert Connect. I'm part of our expert team through the Capgemini site. All right. Awesome. We are all very much looking forward to meeting you on the show floor of Sapphire Now, or if you are listening from home, chatting with you via social media. Enjoy Sapphire Now, folks. Talk to you soon.